Let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you as we approach this holy week. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to speak. We plead with you, Lord, to give us ears to hear. We pray, Lord, that our lives might become all that you have created them to be. Come, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. As the week began, it began with a triumph, a triumphal entry, Jesus entering into Jerusalem on a donkey, a king coming not the way that the kings of this world come in power and pomp, in pride, but coming humbly, coming in a lowly way. As the people saw him approach, they shouted, Hosanna, which means save us. It's ironic, isn't it? That just a week later, they would cry, crucify him. See, when Jesus comes to save, he does it his way. He knows how to save us to the uttermost. The world says, save yourself. That's, of course, what they said to him on the cross. Come down there and save yourself. It's just the echo of the world's message, the echo that comes from each of our hearts, that somehow we can save ourselves. But Jesus would not save himself. Because if he had, then you and I would be lost forever. Jesus came to save you and to save me and to save the world. But he had to do it God's way. He did it through the way of suffering. He did it through death. The salvation that he brought was not simply throwing off the Romans. He threw off sin and death and Satan. We tend, you and I, and most people, to pick smaller stories. And the Lord says, I have so much more than you could possibly imagine. The salvation that I offer you is so much bigger, so much grander, so much more expansive. It's eternal. It's everlasting. It will not stop. But you must allow me to save you in the way I choose not in the way that you would choose. i got to be honest with you, friends. I would probably choose a nice, easy way. No, I'm, I'm, I'm certain I would, because I've tried it over the years. I've tried self-salvation. We call it self-help these days. I've tried the world's way, trying to appease people around me, trying to look good in front of people, trying to impress To be a success. All these ways the world says will save you, will fulfill you, will make your life matter. And Jesus says, if you go for that way, you will end in a loss of life. He's the king who came to save to the uttermost. And he does it through his own death. 
the end of our reading in Mark 15:37, it says, And Jesus uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. And the curtain, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Just one verse in Mark's 16 chapters of his gospel. But in that one verse, and the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, is the greatest good news you could ever imagine. You see, the curtain, the veil, that hung in the temple. It hung between the holy place where the priests could go. No average person could go there. Only the priests from Aaron's line could go into that place to make daily offerings and sacrifices. But then there was the veil, the veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place, the place where the glory of God resided above the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat, in which was contained the Ten Commandments, the law of God. Only the high priest could go into the most holy place, and only once a year, on the Day of Atonement, to offer a blood sacrifice, the blood of a perfect lamb for himself and the nation to cover over the sins of the people, the commandments in the box. No one could go into the presence of the Lord without being killed, except for the high priest on that one day to make that one offering. And incidentally, they had a rope tied to his leg, And they had bells on his robes so that if they heard the bells had stopped ringing, they knew he was dead and they would try to pull him out. You could not go into the presence of God and live because of the breaking of the commandment, because of sin. You know, the scripture tells us that what makes us unclean is the stuff that comes out of us, not the stuff we put in us. It's what flows out of your life and what flows out of my life that comes from our mouths and through our actions that come from our hearts. Those are the things that make us unclean before the holy and mighty God. You know the things that come out of your mouth, right? You probably don't have to think back too far from this morning. A few of you only have to think about the car ride here. To know exactly what I'm talking about, the things that make us unclean and the actions that follow. When the veil tore from top to bottom. 
It happened as Jesus breathed his last. And it was a loud message from God. The message was this. The cross was enough. The sacrifice was enough. The payment was made. The penalty for sin, which is death, has been paid in full. That which keeps you from God, the shame, the fear, the guilt, because of what comes out of you, and the things that you do and you leave undone, has been paid for. It is finished. You cannot add to what he has done. No matter how hard you try. No matter how religious you might act. No matter how moral you might try to prove to the people around you that you are. You cannot add to what he has done. The cross was enough. And the wall of separation, the veil between the holy place and the most holy place, between where we are and where God is, the veil was torn from top to bottom. The veil was 60 feet by 20 feet, and it was a hand's breadth thick. It was said that two teams of oxen pulling from opposite directions would not be strong enough to tear the veil, and yet from the top to the bottom it tore. How loud do you think the terror sound was? There was an earthquake. Darkness covered the land, and the veil was rent. From top to bottom, it was torn. The cross was enough. And now God is available. Access has been purchased. The way is open. God is available, but not just in any old way, in any old form of spirituality for those who come by faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. In faith in what he has done for you upon the cross. The cross was enough for you. You need not be afraid anymore. The way is open. Access has been granted. You are no longer simply a servant on the outside. You have been called a friend of God. And even greater than that, when you believe in the son, you are given the same rights and access as his child. You are a child, a son and a daughter of the Lord of glory. cross was enough. The veil was torn. But 
has the veil been torn that's over your heart? Have you allowed him access? He's thrown open the gate to you. Have you thrown open the gate to him? The only sin that can't be forgiven is a sin you won't let him in to heal and restore. Think about that day, that worst, most shameful day. We all have those kinds of days. Some of us have had many of those days. That day that you wouldn't want anybody to see a film of. That day that perhaps rolls in your mind. The day in which you did. The day in which something was done to you. He can heal that day. He can free you from that day and all of its effects. But you have to let him in. Let the veil of your own heart come down and let him heal you and forgive you and restore you. Torn from top to bottom. God doesn't live in buildings anymore. Buildings are great for people to worship in. God lives in hearts that allow him entrance through forgiveness and through what Jesus has done. It is by faith that you are saved. It is all a work of grace. I feel deeply that someone, and perhaps many of you, need to let go of what you've been carrying around for so long. You know, the masks we've all been having to wear this year, many of us have been wearing masks our whole lives. You just can't quite see them the same way we see these. But they're masks of perfectionism, masks of escape, masks of success, masks of self-pity, masks of, of achievement and accomplishment. Let them go. Let them go. The cross was enough. The veil was torn. The offer is for you. Receive the offer. And I think and I think that for those who have forgotten and gone back to the old ways of functioning and coping, that if you will simply let him in, 
by recognizing your need once again that he will wash over you in a whole new way with a depth and a beauty and a power and an intimacy and a freedom, a new life. But you got to let him in. You got to let it down. You got to offer it up. You got to stop making the excuses. You got to stop trying for a softer, easier way because half measures avail nothing. You must surrender. And I know that's hard to do. It's like giving over the keys to your car and letting somebody else drive. You really like to drive because it makes you feel like you're in control, but you're not. Give him the keys and let him make you new so that when we get to next Sunday, we'll blow the roof off with joy. Because you've let him go deep enough this year. Let's pray. Oh God, you offer us access. You've made yourself available. You can be approached, not by anything we do except by faith in the one who died upon the cross. The cross was enough. And we affirm in our hearts a giant yes to you, Lord. A giant yes to the cross of Jesus. And a grand thank you for the cross. Thank you for what you did for me, Lord. Thank you that the veil was torn. Thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice of Jesus. Set us free from the things that bind us. That a renewal of joy may come to this church. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.